It's Friday. It's week four. We need to get through some of these plays. And hopefully, I can do it without getting called for pass interference. But considering the fact that even the NFL refs can't figure that shit out, I think we're good here in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13, R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Not going to go over last night's game. What a fucking travesty. Um, Packers had an opportunity to win that game. Um, just a non pass interference call at the end really pissed me off but you know what they deserve to lose the game so I'm not going to blame it completely on the refs it's the old thing that we say uh, you know when Seattle was facing Denver in the Super Bowl a few years ago you're at the one yard line you have four fucking downs run the fucking ball dumbasses Uh, okay starting out here with the early afternoon games Gonna start with Tennessee at Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta favored by four, 45 and a half is the over under. Looking at the numbers here, um, it's a game that I actually really, really like. Derrick Henry. I don't know if I'm completely sold on Derrick. Atlanta does give up 17th, 17th in points for the running back. The offense runs through Henry, and that's really about the only viable spot here. Most of the time for the Tennessee Titans. So, go into our. We're going to insert him for right now. Like I said, I'm not 100% sold on him, but you get a guy that's going to get the ball a ton of times. He's always got to be in consideration. Atlanta at home to get a little bit of run here against uh, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans have been pretty good 
in the in the uh, Russian pass defense, um, which gives me a little bit of pause here. Tennessee Titans defense, nah, nah, we're not gonna play on that. Um, Delaney Walker actually has a really good matchup. Leave is Ricardo Allen. So two pieces out of this game. I do like on the Tennessee side. You guys should get a really good price on FanDuel compared to the other sites. On the other side, going to take a look at Matt Ryan again. It is easier to pass. It's always been easier to pass on Tennessee than it has been to uh, run the ball. I should put the ball in Matt Ryan's hands. Plenty of opportunities. Um, like I said, but now they're rating out really, really well against the pass the Tennessee Titans are. But I still have some love for Julio Jones and one kill. So this man, this this will probably end up being a pretty sneaky area to decide to go that route. I don't think a lot of people are going to look at it. Um, Tennessee gives up a lot of points to the tight end. 27th. 27th best against the tight end. I don't know how to say that anymore. Um, it's going to be a real good tight end week, by the way. Um, so it may be a double tight end week. So, all right, I think I'll for 27th in DVP, 20th in DVOA against the tight end is Tennessee Titans. So it's definitely a spot I want to take a look at. All right. New England Buffalo, um, no real interest whatsoever. I know Buffalo does give up some yards of running back. I still don't have any real interest in it. Um, do have interest in the Patriots defense against the Buffalo Bills, uh, 23rd against uh, or, or allowing points on DVP to opposing defenses are the Buffalo Bills. So that puts New England's defense in play. Now, can I run the Buffalo side? Um, it is in Buffalo. New England gives up eighth fewest points of defenses. But I'm going to go ahead and take a look at this. To kind of, you know, I have my thing for Buffalo Bills defense. They always play them tough at home. Uh, it's usually a closer game. New England is favored by seven, uh, but it's a 42 and a half over under. Um, so I will respect both sides uh, for right now. Answer just the defenses. Don't play anybody on their offense. I don't care what kind of fucking thing you think you're seeing. Um, just don't believe it. Don't get in for the running backs. I know they're going to be heavily used, but there's too much of a workload 
that's going to get spread around there, so I'm not having no interest in there. Uh, Kansas City at Detroit. Kansas City favored by six and a half in Detroit. Fifty-four and a half over under. As always, we will consider one Patrick Mahomes. Never a terrible play. I mean, you always have to have him in consideration, no matter what. Um, uh, LaShawn McCoy is has been taken off questionable. He's going to play. And I have to respect the fact that I was probably wrong about this Detroit defense. They do give up some yardage to the running back. Um, not so much on the ground, but in the passing game. That's why I have a little bit of interest in McCoy. Um, tenth overall. Rushing defense, 27th. Uh, running backs in the passing game, uh, they are giving up. They are 26 overall in points allowed to the running back, 24.3 on FanDuel, 27.6 on DraftKings. So we will consider him. Um, have to make a decision on the three uh, pass catchers. I know for a fact I'm looking at Travis Kelly. Kelsey against Quadri Diggs. It's not very good. So we are going to go ahead and insert Kelsey. Um, as far as the pass catchers for the wide receivers, I don't know if I'm going to go to any of them. Now, Detroit does give up 22nd most. Or not 22nd most, but uh, they're rated 22nd overall. 32.9 and 41.9 in DK. The numbers in the matchups say Watkins or DeAndre DeAndre, Demarcus Robinson. So, I'm going to put those two in there. Nicole Hardman could, you know, could do something, but against Melvin, Melvin's been pretty decent in the slot. It's usually on the outside where you want to attack or with safeties. So, that's where I'm looking there. Uh, Matt Stafford is in play again this week. Um, it's probably going to be pretty popular just based off of his price. He's pretty low on FanDuel and DK. The other two sites, he's actually up a little bit. So I don't know so much if I'm going to favor him there. But then we got to look. We got to finish our coming in. Great. Um, other side, Kerryon Johnson is in play. Now you see what Mark Ingram did <clears throat> last week, and while I don't expect anything like that, um, it definitely, I don't know how to say this, it kind of reinforces what, what I was looking at with the numbers. Um, DVP 24. 
rush defense. They are the worst in the league uh, against the rush. And the Lions actually have a pretty good offensive line. So, and they do hold a, a, an advantage. Uh, don't expect much out of the passing game there as far as the uh, running backs are concerned. Um, I'm going to look at Kenny Galladay again specifically because of him burning people last week and me. It does put him in play. He has a decent matchup against Ward. Marvin Jones actually is going against Shaq Breeland, who has given up points. So probably what you're going to end up seeing is you're going to see Marvin Jones probably pretty popular cash. And then Kenny Galladay kind of getting faded out. Um, I'm going to look at TJ Hawkinson again. But as far as tight ends are concerned, it's probably going to end up being a pass just for the fact that we're going to have so many decent options this week. All right, moving on. have Oakland, Indianapolis. Indianapolis is seven-point favorite, 45 over under. Um, The Colts are 25th, actually. Screw that one up. Wrong number in there. Uh, 25th in DVOA against the pass and 26 overall points. So that puts their car in play. It's kind of a cheap option here. Defense has not played well at all. So I gotta consider him. Have to consider him. I also really like Josh Jacobs this week. Indy does give up lot of yards on the ground. Their defense has completely fallen apart lately, or at least for the season compared to last, which is disappointing. So that does put them in play. If Oakley can keep them, keep up with Indy or get ahead, you're going to see a lot of Josh Jacobs against this defense, so I wouldn't be afraid of it. Um, far as wide receivers go, it's only really one person that I'll ever look at for right now for the Raiders, and that is Tyrell Williams. Because it's basically all the targets funnel to two guys. It's Tyrell Williams and it's Darren Waller. We have to always keep those two in consideration, especially in games where um, they're possibly playing from behind, uh, which I would expect this week. Um, but I do think they keep it rather close. Now, on the other side, we do have Brissett available. He's kind of gotten expensive, um, which is probably why I, I won't use him. But he's played pretty well. He threw for 300 yards last week, so uh, definitely a uh, 
good guy to look at. Um, if you don't like that, Marlon Mack is in play. Now the DVOA is not going to show uh, that Mack's really a great play, but it could be a forgotten piece. Now they're 16th again. Oakland's 16th against the rush, 11th against running back in the passing game, but they're giving up uh, their 20th in points allowed, 21.2 and 24.9. So max a little bit higher, um, costs a little bit more, but they have a huge advantage in the pass and the rush game uh, as far as the offensive lines are concerned. So I will look at that. I will also look at T.Y. Hill. Because he is, Brissett is locking on T.Y. Hilton. He's questionable too, so he's uh, something to be careful with. Probably somebody to do with the GPP if he carries that tag all the way through the weekend. Um, Oakland is really bad against the tight end. They're 30th DVOA, 25th in points allowed. Uh, 10.9 and 14.1. Now the only problem is whether or not you're going to trust Eric Ebron or Jack Doyle. I don't want to trust either. Uh, So I'm going to just move along and just not get into that with other tight end options available. Uh, Now we have the big one. uh, LA Chargers at Miami. Chargers favored by 16. Miami. And then uh, 44 over under. Probably Chalky McChalkerson is going to be one. Philip Rivers. I don't hate him for cash. It's not a bad thing. I also like two guys in the running game. One's going to be a really get cute. The other one's going to be the stability guy. We have Melvin Gordon coming back, so I actually expect this week that Austin Eckler is going to have a hell of a game. I'm going to take a look at Justin Jackson. Call me crazy. But he's been getting screwed out of his touchdowns. And this quite possibly could be uh, the spot where he uh, gets one of those back. Going to have two guys passing game that we're really going to look at. One being Mike Williams against Eric Rowe. Always a good matchup. Now he's carrying a Q tag, so you got to be careful. Apparently now he's dealing with a back issue. Which is great. We need to go right before the great matchup. And then, of course, we're going to look at Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is probably going to be the popular cash game play. I don't know if I'm 100% sold on uh, he'll get off Xavier Howard a little bit in the slot. If you wanted to stack that side, I don't really have an issue with it. If you want to get a run on the other side, because I do not think that, uh, definitely do not think the Chargers are going to stop Miami as a whole. Because um, I believe Rankin's Patrick is going to be back again, so we could be throwing all over all over this team. Now, their lines are terrible. That's why I probably won't go with this Patrick, but I'll look at Preston Williams in the wide receiving court as a possible option to run back. Um, 
game that seems like everybody's gravitating towards is Washington at New York Giants. Giants favored by three, forty-nine and a half over under. Oh man. Oh. I don't know why. I'm looking at Case Keaton. Um, I really doubt he's going to make this list. Because uh, as of right now, I like everything, everything above him uh, as far as plays. So I don't know if I'm going to go on the Case Keaton side. Now, I do kind of like Chris Thompson. Giants are probably going to end up playing from ahead, which means that the Redskins will be playing from behind. Um, so I will take a look at Chris Thompson here. If I can put him in the right fucking spot. You're a running back. You're not a quarterback. Excuse me. Uh, on the other side, and have a plethora of options. Here's here's the problem. You go to any of the three, right? Terry McLaurin, um, Paul Richardson, or Trey Quinn. They all have terrific matchups. Um, Terry's been the guy that's been consistent. And he's cheap on a couple of the sites. So um, it might just be a guy that you might just want to eat the price, especially on DK, because he's 4,500 on DK, is 56 overall. Nice 30th on FanDuel at 6,300. Uh, he is way too expensive on Yahoo. He's 13th highest priced wide receiver on Yahoo, so that would be a definite fade on the fancy draft test in the 62nd at 8,800 bucks. 10,000 is kind of like where your rough like minimum is for uh, wide receivers, running backs, uh, stuff like that. So if you get a guy that's under that $10,000 level, it's a hell of a savings. So uh, definitely consideration over there on the site. Uh, Vernon Davis has a good matchup. Uh, tight ends versus you know, uh, the Giants. It's been a popular play. Uh, don't know if I really want to go with Vernon Davis route. I have heard rumors of people thinking of sacking this game. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I may take, I'll probably take bits and pieces of it, but uh, we'll see. Popular play is probably going to be Wayne Coleman. It's probably going to be a chalky running back play. Um, I'm not completely sold on Coleman. It's all going to depend on roster construction, whether or not Gallman's even going to bother being in play. Yahoo, he's minimum price um, at $10. Um, he's 30th on fan, fan, uh, FanDuel DK, and then he's 20th on Fantasy Draft. So probably Yahoo, I might just eat a little bit on there. Be able to pay up a little bit more, but one guy that we really want to take a look at, Daniel Jones. It's just going to happen. He's going to end up being real popular this week after Mitch Trubisky tore up the Redskins. So 
one of the guys that I'd probably be looking at for wide receivers would be Sterling Shepard. Pretty good price across the board. Uh, 26 DVOA. That's wide receivers in the slot. Yeah, Justin Moreland. Um, and no matter if they pull Shepard out of the slot and go um, and have him on the outside, he's far and away the best option uh, as far as the wide receivers go. And he would be, he would, he'd be um, rated higher than any corner that he's going to face. So definitely an option there. Um, Evan Ingram would be the other guy at tight end. like him a lot. Um, Redskins 23rd DVOA against tight end. But, and, but their DVP is 14. Uh, overall, so they're kind of middle of the road. Uh, but Ingram has a lot has a lot of upside and the Redskins really haven't faced a tight end with that much upside, so be definitely someplace to look. Uh, next game would be Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by seven. Um, Baltimore's passing defense has fallen apart. Um, they are 20th overall DVOA against the pass. Um, and then you'd have where they're still they're pretty still pretty decent against the run, even though like Stan McCoy and Darrell Williams kind of tore them up last week. That's kind of dropped them down uh, a little bit, but they're not giving up that much points to the running back. So I'm not going to be on Nick Chubb this week. Um, I'd still play the seasonal, of course, but I'm not really on Baker Mayfield either because Baltimore's still only giving up uh, 15 in. DVP points now they, that jumps up from where they were last week where they're eighth and then fourth the week before so it is a unit that's getting progressively worse but if you think about it Baker Mayfield is not Patrick Mahomes so and this is not the Kansas City's offense so I'm really kind of staying away now I will say that Odell Beckham does have a decent matchup against uh, Humphreys don't know if I'm going to really buy into that. Um, Higgins played. He actually had a good uh, spot against Everett. But overall, I'm just going to skip. I'm just going to skip the uh, the Browns' offense. And to be fair, I'm probably not going to attack um, using the Baltimore offense either. Now, I may use Mark Ingram just because the team should be playing from ahead. Ingram should get heavy volume in this game. It's really not a great matchup for him. Um, but I think the DVP numbers are lying more than anything. Um, and so they're they're eighth in DVP, but that's down from twenty third. They played. They did they did a, a fairly decent job against um, 
Kansas City. But they gave up touchdowns, so I'm wondering why the TVP rank is that low. Oh no, I'm talking about uh, Cleveland. Cleveland actually went against LA. Uh, the reason why it dropped from 23rd to 28th to 8th is because they faced Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley is not doing well at all. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really, not really buying into this too much. Now they do have injuries in the um, secondary. Uh, a lot of guys questionable. So, I mean, you could make it. You could make a case that this might be a sneaky spot for Lamar Jackson. You know, Marquise Brown can open, but uh, no, nah, I, I really am not. I'm really not on this. That's about the only thing I'm really on is like saying Marquise Brown and the ball. And actually, I will take a look at Baltimore Ravens' defense and see how the injuries kind of play out here. Um, see if we're getting guys back. Because they might be sneaky. The way that Baltimore's getting get turn, uh, torn up, especially again after a Kansas City game, it could be a pride week. And it's a divisional matchup, anyway. So. Uh, next game, we got Carolina at Houston. Houston favored by four and a half, 47 and a half over under. Um, Kyle Allen is, is still in play um, for the most part. He's still fairly cheap. Yes, he should have been included last week, and I know he's not fucking been priced. No, I'm not chasing. Um, this is just interest pieces right now. Um, now we have Christian McCaffrey against a 14th ranked rush 5th versus running backs in the passing game 11 DVP 19 he really hasn't faced a good Great running back since they faced Kamara. So I'm going to keep interest in Christian McCaffrey, but with him being such an expensive option, I don't know if I'm going to pay up for that. Now, this could be a week where we can pay up for two major guys. I may still look at Christian McCaffrey as far as. Um, Tight end. I'm not looking at Greg Wilson this week. I'm not looking at 
Now on the other side, the numbers here are kind of deceiving. I have some interest in Deshaun Watson on the other side. That running game is Sean Watson would essentially be an elite if Kyler Murray was elite. So what you saw last week from the Arizona side, you can see this week with Houston. And then, of course, I don't mind using Hopkins and Bradbury. issue is we've got an issue with Will Fuller and Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills has been taking up a lot of that slot space. He's basically kicked Kiki Kuti out. So I think people are going to use Kenny Stills and they're going to forget about Will Fuller. I like the matchup against Jackson. So I'm including Will Fuller. give up his 26 in TVP points a lot of defense. Hmm. I don't see it from the Houston defense. No. I think that's gonna be your shooter. I think that I think this is this is gonna be shooting I think everybody thinks that's the trialing on the thing. That's gonna shoot up potential. That's all correct. Uh, late afternoon games you get Tampa at the LA Rams. Rams favored by nine and a half, uh, 49 and a half over under. <clears throat> um, I really have a feeling about this game, but I don't know if I can pull the trigger with Jameis. Um, I do understand it's on the road, but there's something that's not right here. Um, but I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to the Rams, but there is one piece that I'm going to look at, that's going to be Mike Evans. And the reason being is because he's on my whipping boy, uh, Marcus Peters. So they don't, the LA Rams defense does not allow uh, a lot of passing, you know, or points to the wide receiver position. They're second overall. 18.8 on FanDuel, 25.1 on DraftKings. But this could be a sneaky spot for Evans that I think we still get a little ownership. I don't think everybody's going to gravitate to him just because of the matchup itself. Um, this is going to be really a spot that we're going to find out whether or not the Tampa Bay defense is for real. Um, but in my opinion, I just think I think the Rams are going to be pretty good at home. 
going to be more of a Jared Goff game. Um, but whether or not he's got the upside in this matchup, that's kind of, you know, the thing that we really need to think about. Um, all the wide receivers have great matchups as far as comparables uh, player to player. Yep, Cooks against Hargreaves. Hargreaves can be beat deep. Um, include all three. And I'm going to see if I can figure this one out. We'll see if we can figure that one out. Uh, I'm not worried about fuck Gerald ever. Just fuck him. And he has. Um, and we get a rush defense, so I'm not going to. Tampa does. Has a good rush defense, so I'm not going to focus anything there. Uh, but I will look at the LA Rams defense because uh, they are actually pretty cheap uh, compared to most matchups. 7 3 5 3 across the board. Um, it's a really good price, actually, on fan, FanDuel. So and that's a weak offensive line. So I think the Rams defense is definitely a play, even if you don't believe in golf and the wide receivers. I would seriously take a uh, look at that defense. Uh, they're pretty damn good. Uh, next game we got is Seattle, favored by five at Arizona. This is going to be a popular This is probably the most popular game for um, cash. Again, it's going to be at pretty much everybody against, you know, Arizona. There's so many good options here. Um, you got Russell Wilson. Chris Carson is in play. I don't know if I'm going to trust him, although might actually be a good uh, GPP play because with the fumbling issues, that's really the thing that's on everybody's mind. Um, this is going to be the last week without Patrick Peterson there. Uh, DK Metcalf is getting quite a bit of volume. Now it's not the best matchup in the world, uh, but it's still viable. And of course you have Tyler Lockett, who is probably going to be incredibly popular. Yeah, I, I think he's going to end up being a cash game. I'm not saying it's right that he's in cash, but definitely he's going to be way there. And then you have uh, Will Disley, Chuck Thomas, tight end of the week because he's playing against uh, Arizona, so he's going to be incredibly popular. Incredibly popular, especially on DK. He's 17. And he's going to be the cheapest of all the guys. That you're going to want to use not Delaney Walker's 10th. So I mean, he's only two spots on FanDuel. So 
school. Uh, Kyler Murray definitely play. I don't know. I just hate him. I hate him. I tell you, Dad, I hate him. I hate him. And then, of course, you have um, two guys. I'm going to skip David Johnson this week. Definitely, we're going to look at Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk. afternoon surprising. Uh, Minnesota Chicago. Chicago favored by 238 over under, so they're expecting a little game. Um, I'm not going to forget about Dylan Cook. I don't know if I'm going to use him, but he's going to be he's going to all day. All day here. thought that Thielen actually might move back into the spot, but he's bigger than all of this is Johnson, who should be the guy against Buster Screen. Uh, not going to look there, not going to look tight ends. And so defense, I would take a look at. Not in love with it. I just need to think if we're going to end up seeing him. Mr. Trubisky regressed back down. I mean, he, he won't have a game nearly a game that he had last week. But, um, but the funny thing is, it's like, I don't know. I would never use Trubisky in this matchup. Robinson really has an advantage over Xavier Rhodes. By the numbers, I just don't know if I'm going to use them. I'm going to assert it, but... Um, but then again, if Taylor Gabriel doesn't play, I think that's really going to condense everything down um, there. Now, Trey Burton will be kind of in play, I know. Um, and then defense as a whole. I'm not going to use the Bears defense, I think. And so to give enough fifth fewest points. Well, it's in Chicago. They get a lot of cousins to pass. Man. We are talking Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins does turn into a turnover machine. So, I think they're in play. Um, moving on, Jacksonville, Denver. Using Gardner Mishu. Denver's favored by three. It's a 39 over under total, uh, which means that we look at running backs. Um, we look at Fournette, who hasn't been great, but he keeps getting the volume. And you see what the Packers did last week against them, too. 
Yes, Tucker. Jaguars defense. How much I really like them. They're really priced up, except on um, Yahoo. They're fifteenth. Everywhere else, they're uh, fourth or higher. So probably the only place I would consider would be in Yahoo. Um, and then on the other side. You have Bruce Freeman, questionable. I don't know if he plays as of yet. Um, so if he doesn't play, that actually puts him back in a good spot going back the other way. Um, they're going to try and not have Joe Flacco do too much here. Now, I do understand that Ramsey is going to be out. Pretty good job holding on the ball, but this defense has to break out at some point. Just wondering. Just saying. They're, they're fucking cheap. There's a mid price, 26. So. Um, looking at a Sunday night football game, you got Dallas at New Orleans. Dallas favored by 2.5. Uh, New Orleans 47 over and under. Uh, I, I get it from the point of. Um, they're not respecting Teddy Bridgewater, but I mean, come on. Um, I still expect a lot of points out of this game. The Dallas Cowboys have a good offensive line, but way to beat the um, Saints is through the air. Really have to pay attention here. Murray Cooper. Something. Almost like a hip or something like that. So, but I like Cooper. Um, you can make it a case for Devin Smith here, but I'm not going to trust it. I will take a look at Randy Cobb. Middle. That's kind of where I would look. I'm not going to put Devin Smith in here, but he's not a bad option against Lattimore, but I think Lattimore shuts him down. I think it's be a good Lattimore week. You may even see uh, Lattimore switch with Apple. Um, so I wouldn't totally disregard it. Uh, surprisingly enough, the since defense is 29th and rush DVOA, Fourteenth against the running back in the passing game. Now they don't give up any points. That's kind of the thing. They're six best. But Zeke's going to be a play for this one. The other side. Um, I understand that Dallas is really good, but uh, you're going to have. Alvin Kamara and play. This is the Sunday night football game, so this is only going to be relevant for 
Yahoo and Fancy Draft. Uh, as far as this is going to be the jam for the game. I don't know. But he seemingly is the only option that I really, really like. And he's got a, it's a good matchup on paper. So uh, 17th DVOA, 23rd points. It's in play. Um, so that's all. Um, best matchups, although Tyler Boyd uh, gets the better quarterback matchup with Hilton in the slot. Uh, don't forget about Tyler Eifert, uh, 29 DVOA, uh, 22nd DVP. Uh, Bengals defense? Uh, maybe not. Uh, Mason Rudolph should have a decent game, nothing major. Uh, this will be the James Conner game. If he breaks out at any point in time, it is going to be this week. Um, and then you'll have James Washington versus Drake or Patrick, and then Deontay Johnson is the guy that I really like um, going against Jackson. Uh, Schuster, the DVOA is not going to look good. Uh, they're the best rank against the slot wide receiver, but Juju Smith-Schuster is a better wide receiver, so, and he's got a good matchup rating against McRae, so I would kind of look there. Going on inside end, I'm not trusting Nick for that. Um, but I will take a look at the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. So that's a little Monday primer for you guys. But uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go pick up my daughter. You guys, take it easy, and I will talk to you tomorrow.